This icon is racist. I've never ever been a spy. Can the VBS bank loot? The problem is that pinky. I'll never subject myself to whiteness. I'm listening. Can you have consistency, Honorable Chair? Corruption was an Olympic sport. They will always win gold. This is not a shape. Sergeant at arms, can you please come in? Hello and welcome to another edition of Sunday Times Politics Weekly with me, Amil Amra. We're joined in studio this week by everyone at the politics desk here at the Sunday Times. Zingisa Mvumvu, Kwanita Hunter, Apiwe de Klerk and Zimasa Matiwane. Guys, thank you so much for joining me in studio. I know we've got a lot to talk about this week. It's been a crazy past week, hasn't it? Yeah. Your sources have told us that you were on honeymoon. Uh, your sources are wrong. I think, for, I think, I think for the we first time, your sources, sources are incorrect. <laughs> well, I heard you guys did really well with, without me last week. I feel like I have no, I have no need for me. There's no need for me. Uh, uh, place now. <laughs> anyway, let's get straight into it. Um, we're going to be talking about opposition parties this week because there's so much happening um, around the EFF and the DA in terms of contestation um, for big positions within the party. Now let's start with the EFF. They're going to elect new leaders in December. Um, and Zengisa, you wrote a story this week where you had gone to a tour of Nazareth at the Expo Center um, where that event is going to be held. Let's talk a little bit about who's running for the positions. Um, there's speculation mounting that Dali Mpofu, you say in your article, is gearing up to contest Malema for the top job. Um, and that obviously Mpofu wouldn't say anything about. Um, also, recent reports and other media outlets um, have shown that, or have said that Mpofu's current position of national chairperson had been identified for MP Veronica Mente. Some other positions believe that the party secretary general, Godric Gardi, will be replaced by Marshal Dlamini. That's interesting as well. And Deputy President, uh, President Floyd Chibambu um, is expected to return to his position. What about Mboyuseni uh, Lozi? Well, uh, I mean, as you say, uh, the, the EFF conference is just around the corner, 13 to 16 December. And I mean, we would understand that in any political party towards conference, there's a whole lot of talk, speculations, right and wrong about contestation. But what is clear that there will be some form of contestation for some positions within the EFF. Uh, uh, what is also clear, we know that the EFF has got sort of a centralized structure in terms of the how the party operates, uh, which sort of gives us a clue uh, that people who may end up emerging in that conference may be those that uh, are favored by, by, by the leader being uh, Julius Marema. The, the issue of Dadimbofu uh, contesting, I don't think at the end it's going to end up happening. I think it's just part of the speculation, you know, uh, to keep the excitement going towards conference. But I do think that he may not have taken kindly to, uh, you know, uh, his position being, uh, you know, the lob- uh, someone being lobbied for, for that position, you know, because I, I believe much as there's this excuse that he's a busy man, he has never said it, that he's too busy, he can't run for political office. In fact, he was chairperson now, but he managed, actually, we usually say this, how does this guy do it? Mm-hmm. Whenever EFF has a press conference, he's always there. Whenever they have a, an event, regardless of which province it is is always there so it seems like his uh, legal profession has never interfered with his political work so I, I guess that is just a silly excuse by those who are opposing him I would also think that maybe uh, you know the leader Julius Malema being Julius Malema uh, it doesn't really 
appear to be one who likes people who are independent and who can challenge him. And my reading of the situation of the EFF, I would uh, safely say that uh, possibly the people who may oppose Julius Malimo from time to time within that top leadership structure may be uh, Advocate Darumbov and his deputy Floyd Shibamb. Uh, you know, so so those kind of things. And as I said, Julius being Julius liking this centralized way of everything to him, you know, uh, Dali may be, you know, unfavored now because of being an independent voice. What's interesting about the EFF is that the guts for someone to go and and proclaim, you know, that 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 they've started a lobby, is often seen to be sanctioned by the top leadership. So unlike the ANC, where you'll have a random grouping of people, where people say, okay, we support Mvumbu for such position, it kind of, I kind of got the impression that there's almost testing of the waters. I could be wrong. Yeah. With 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 someone, especially in the in the Gardi, um uh, uh, and uh, who's up for uh, Marshall Flamini? <coughs> and what did what did Ju- Julia say about Gardi um, yesterday? Were you there? Yeah, no, I was there. I mean, uh, it, it would seem uh, the the Gardi situation. It would it it becomes apparent even in how he interacts with him <laughs> during the people that <laughs> really shame. I feel sorry for the guy. You know, so actually, in, I think. In that he just treats him like a child. He doesn't do that with Marshall. Exactly. He doesn't do that with Floyd. He doesn't do that with Dan. But whenever he deals with uh, poor Godrich, a whole struggle uh, icon, you know, no, well, not icon, but a <laughs> veteran. He was in the ANC, was in the underground, that guy. I understand yeah. that that is the case. Yeah. So, but the mannerism in which Julius interacts with him would show that really he, he doesn't think much of the guy which is quite sad I, I would think that maybe it's the best way for him to step aside and 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 let someone else take over so he kind of set the water right by talking about the international i saw i was reading an article about uh, julia saying that um the secretary general didn't really uh, fully take advantage of the support the eff gets on the continent and internationally and i thought okay that's probably setting the scene for his removal you see, and and with with that too. Although, he, he, okay, the the context in uh, how Julius said that Julius said the EFF generally was uh, complacent in establishing a footprint internationally. Uh, I mean, on the understanding that we're a globalized world, we don't exist in an isolation. Uh, the bringing in of uh, uh, Godrich was on the fact that he will have to reflect that. In his uh, 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 organ- uh, what is this thing? Organizational report. Organizational report. Yeah. Yes. So you are. You may be right to say maybe in some way he is pinning this blame on him because why can't he in the political report reflect that? Because he will also do a political report. You know, he may reflect it, but by taking a failure and saying the SG because now the SG should have had a chance to write the organizational report independently in his own analysis of where the organization is and where it ought to go. But now by being told like that during the people, not even in an official meeting of the entire top structure of the uh, EFF, there is no way he can uh, afford now to, to leave that part out. But if he didn't see it that way, what is he going to say about it? You know, The, the guy that he is being touted as, as the replacement, uh, Marshal Lamini, he, um, he's been credited a lot for the growth of, of, of the EFF in KZN. Um, the EFF, according to them, they have the biggest um, membership in KZN. 
they had the biggest electoral growth in KZN. So there is also that element. And I, I understand that he's a well-liked guy. He's a well-respected guy. And he's he's a guy with money. And when he's sitting with Malema, it's like uh, Malema is sitting with his equal. You don't... He doesn't look like he's about to go fetch ice, you know? <laughs> so... Yeah. Is, is he is, is, is he respected because he clubs people? Well, maybe he's decisive. Who did he hit? He clapped a, a, a bouncer in he, Parliament. He, he, he averted an assassination attempt against Parliament. <laughs> <laughs> By a simple clap, <laughs> clap in, in Parliament. Um, but, but when you read these stories, it, it's as if it's not just Malema, both factions that are allegedly there, seemingly they, 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 they don't see uh, Kadi uh, as the future. Uh, yeah, no, no. It seems, I mean, just to go back maybe to Amir's questions about those, in actual fact, uh, there's speculation that one of the factions uh, that are within the EFF are pushing for Lozi to go for the Secretary General uh, position, which, <coughs> uh, in <coughs> my opinion, I I, I don't <laughs> think. I, I think Marshall, to be in all honesty, uh, uh, according to Zimasa's reasoning that he has already she has already put out, he, he is the best candidate in the absence of uh, Godrich Kati. Because I mean, Lozi is a good communicator and all, but I don't think he's got the power and and uh, uh, you know the the capability to mobilize and that office yeah can you imagine can you imagine and Rosie as a secretary i mean i mean any uh, any of the other positions maybe that you are know, up for contest yeah uh, even maybe. the chairperson or treasurer you know yeah. the question co- i have is that the, is the eff still too small and too controlled by julius um to to have blow out uh, in the leadership fight in December, it's this centralized uh, structure that I was talking about. In that, every you mean authoritative. Yes, yes, very authoritative, uh, and and as such, uh, also among the issues that they say they want to debate, which I think will be quite interesting. They say they are talking about redesign the redesign of the structure. There are people who are raising exactly these issues that the structure is too centralized and as such it takes away the powers of provinces. In that in the EFF, really no one really cares about EFF provinces or provincial leaders because mm. everything is done mm. through the head office. Mm. And yesterday, listening to Julius Malema, I could hear that he is not one of the people who are in favor of that discussion on of redesigning because he actually emphasized yesterday to say that the head office is the center and everything that is done must be done through the head office. So I think that is going to be quite an interesting debate. And in that debate, there's a suggestion of the establishment of an EFF uh, Women's Command, EFF Youth Command. A leader like Judas Malema, we'll I don't think <laughs> he can allow such a thing because now you, you have a, a whole lot of branches that can be captured by someone else and be used to mobilize against you. And I don't think Judas is ready for that. But but do you think uh, for them it's a good thing uh, because they are a young party uh, they've just finished what uh, the six years now yeah yeah um, do you think that that system uh, that he uses is the main reason why they have not fallen apart uh, despite what had happened in the previous uh, in their first congress uh, Andile Mutama and the, the the former SG and, and and all of them. Do you think it it assists them? Because in the other party that we are going to talk about just now, yeah, you 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 find uh, that someone who's supported by the leader of the party loses an election, and 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 and, and it becomes sort of a referendum on the said person's 
leadership capabilities to the point that they have to resign. So do you think for Julius, it works for him that because he's so in charge of his parties that um, even if someone leaves or someone tries to break away because the party is so controlled by him and the people that he supports, it's much easy. It, it, it's not easy to destabilize it, maybe in a similar manner that uh, COPE uh, uh, happened. It definitely works at the beginning, but uh, as the party grows, as the party has more members uh, and people obviously will start revolting mm. against any authoritarian leader like Julius. So eventually it will uh, cause problems for him because the EFF is growing. If the party grows though. If because it grows, it if, if it doesn't grow like UDM, then he's not going to, he can be a president forever for life if he wants to, even when he's dead, he can be president. But, <laughs> but, but that's the thing with the EFF, the EFF has uh, shown steady growth throughout the elections, even if we just go to electoral support alone. Yeah. We also go to the issue of the EFF Student Command, which has really infiltrated uh, South African universities and other institutions of higher learning. So you can see that this whole thing is broadening, and th th that alone will make it difficult for him uh, to to be the last the first and the last voice because people now will feel like you are micromanaging them. You are producing their ideas, you know. Hence, the establishment of a women's command and a youth command will be very problematic for him because those bodies will need to have their independent voice. They will have to pursue issues that affect their particular consequences yeah. that at time may be in collision with his views or his ideas about where the EFF must go. Yeah, imagine, imagine Shurias dealing with, with a Batabile question before we end up on this topic um it's highly improbable that we're going to see um somebody replace julius malema in december yes. or floyd shivambu in december so if you have your top two leaders in the party not changing come december are we expecting to see a different sorts of eff next year or are we just is it going to be more of the same Look, I, I think it would be it will be more of the same. But these elements that I spoke about, if for me the critical points in this conference is this women's and youth command that may change the direction and dynamics within the EFF. If that debate they manage to squash it and such is not carried through, the structure of the EFF remains as is. Then uh, uh, Julius will still have a free ride going forward for the next five years. But if that debate wins and there's the establishment of those structures and then they go to their own conferences, elect their own leaders. Julius is going to find it difficult to have everyone in every corner of the EFF being someone who is loyal to him. It is uh, completely impossible because even if me, people may start being loyal to you, once they feel that I have a real power, I have a real constituency, because the, 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 the issue with leagues is that they give you your own independent constituents. If you are in control of a women's command or youth command, you have all these people behind you. So you may actually use that to bargain for your own political ambitions going forward, such that at times those ambitions may be in contradiction with the thinking of the leader. You see, someone like Julius, I believe he knew that one day these things are going to come up. I believe that he has a plan to squash them. Mm. Uh, I believe that he has a plan to be in power for as long as he can and I believe that the top six will be what he wants it to be. So, mm. 
he's well, gonna win. He's gonna win by all means, mm. not just by retaining the presidency, but mm. by retaining his party. Well, we're gonna keep an eye out on this story um, in the weeks and months to come until December, and we'll keep you updated with that as we go along. But we're gonna take a very quick break, and when we get back, we're gonna be talking about another big leadership contest, this time in the DA. Join us when we're back. Racial identity politics, the phrase that has the potential to start an argument in just about any situation. That's why we're starting it first. Let's Start an Argument is a unique and insightful podcast series about the meaning of race to us today. Presented by researcher Cecilia Koch and Doctor of Philosophy Jason Werbeloff, the series aims to spark rational argument and meaningful discussion around this controversial topic. Find Let's Start an Argument now on the Cliff Central app, cliffcentral.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Let's get straight into the DA. Now, Apiwe, you and Zimosa contributed towards a story this weekend um, which looked at possible new leaders within the Blue Party. Now, it says that while the DA attempted to put up a positive spin on the departure of Musi Maimone and Herman Mashaba last week, critics will make much of the fact that the new leaders will all be white and thought to be close to Helen Ziller. Now, according to insiders, your story says they plan to take control of the DA and its caucus. The first part of the plan fell into place this weekend when former Chief Whip John Steenhuizen was announced as parliamentary leader after he was the only candidate nominated on Friday night. Now this puts him in the pole position for the post of interim party leader. Um, the article also says that DAMP Natasha Mazzoni is said to be appointed Chief Whip, while MP um, Gordon Hill Lewis will be tipped as the future CEO of the party. Um, so it's interesting that we're seeing this whole new leadership emerge with the DA. Literally, the moment Musi Maimani announced his resignation, it was almost as if this was planned from the <laughs> outset, wasn't it, Apiwe? <laughs> Actually, uh, wait, point of order, check. Yeah. Uh, when I mean, because you are not here, when you introduced Apiwe, you never leave the part about DA correspondent. Please. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a day correspondent. I'm a Sunday Times uh, political reporter. <laughs> um, the, the other interesting part about it is that um, at least the two uh, in John and uh, Hill Lewis had been close uh, associates of Mosi. Um, uh, Hill Lewis was his uh, chief of staff for a long time and, and John Steen Hazen is his own pick uh, for chief whip because as the leader then you pick your own chief whip. So it's very much interesting. Um, people should read what they read into it, that uh, the people who immediately uh, replace him are those. Um, uh, is staying Hazen as leader, uh, at least. Um, it's interesting, the contest. Um, Stian Hazen himself has said now he's, he's, he's reading himself um, for the position. Um, of course, there are other, other people who... Who is he up against? Uh, yeah, um, uh, there are other people who say that they have been approached. Um, in, in the story we mentioned, um, uh, uh, the leader in, in Mzwagele Mzwango, um, uh, uh, also the leader of Gauteng says he has been approached, but it's not just for that position with him. Um, so it's going to be an interesting contest. Um, it, it will... It will we will see how much uh, power um, uh, or popu how popular Steen Hazen is 
in, in next month um, and 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 if indeed um, his election as the leader of 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 uh, that caucus uh, boosts him but did you see his uh, s- uh, speech at the press club yesterday where he said the DA was a what a blue wobbly jelly <laughs> before the elections mm-hmm. wobbling uh, from from right to left which kind of gives an indication of what he thought about Moses' leadership all along yep. in essence yeah basically uh, how many people are voting so 150 the last time it was 155 uh, the contest for uh, Helen Zilla so it's mm. the same uh, council so I would imagine uh, it, 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 it would be a number around there but you of course with the yeah, yeah it, it should be around round about uh, mm. the same number of people I, but, but I, I feel it, like I feel like it's it's an NEC of the ANC choosing the president of the ANC as opposed to the branches of the ANC. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So they, well, of course they're going to have an interim leader, and then they're going to Congress in April. But um, I have a feeling that whoever emerges on the 17th is likely to continue being the leader it's 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 not going to be very easy to remove that person but also (laughs) the da 150 people are going to choose who is going to lead the da going into local government elections i don't know if they've thought it through no but um it won't be going uh, to local government whoever is elected an interim leader uh, now they will just serve for four five months until the special special congress congress. so it's 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 the person will lead in the interim because they can't hold the congress that's that's primarily the reason uh, they can't co- hold the con- uh, congress immediately they need to prepare for it my argument is whoever wins yeah they'll be moving from the point of advantage will likely win at the conference will definitely yeah, win in my own reading of the situation especially if it's john st hazen that takeover coverage is not child's play for it's me it's actually a takeover yeah a very know, hostile for one. me this whole contest thing it's a no contest as far as i'm concerned actually a, he might not even be contested of course yeah there is a serious takeover in the da and we at least all of us we agree on that part that is a serious takeover the da is going back to its old self <laughs> Uh, no, don't laugh. It's going back to its old self, and people have been identified. People who fit this mission of taking it back to its old self of being a, 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 a you know, that what it was. <laughs> I don't even want to mention it. So, really, uh, I, I would advise uh, uh, the likes of John Moody and Zwagadem uh, to not even think about it if they're still interested in their political survival because. Helen Zide is no child's play. We just spoke about uh, a Helen Zide type of a leader in another part. Helen <laughs> Zide. <laughs> in, terms of li- no, in, in terms of leadership style, they are the same. Helen Zide, you see, he's just a bulldozer everywhere, <laughs> even on social media. Shem. So if she has decided that Johnston Hayes and all of them, Natasha Mazzoni and Hill Lewis, all these people should be the one who lead the DA going forward, it is going to happen. Whether Mwango, uh, Moody and their people uh, don't like it, it's just going to happen. That's how uh, things are. It's the reality. It is going to <laughs> they happen. They must just accept it, Shem. They must just accept it, Shem. As soon as Shem, they are helpless. <laughs> There's nothing they can do. <laughs> but if you heard Johnston Hayes and 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 this talk about you know 
uh, moving away from this racialized conversation of politics and we're going to a world of, what is it, post-racial? What is it? <laughs> yeah. You know? And then you hear Helen Zillitz literally, you know... Same even, script. Yeah, it's the exact same script. Yeah. yeah. And it's not even... Um, uh, it's not even badly articulated. It's mm-hmm. like well articulated, you know what I mean? Like to say, no, um, we can't have this thing of race anymore. Um, if you look at the people that resigned, they were how many black people? So, the, you know, it's not. It's not about race. Yeah. Yeah, even Trollip is going to struggle with his white skin. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, so, so you can see that there's almost a. Uh, um, What's the word? You know, sharing of notes mm. between these um, these individuals, I, and so you can almost see a coordinated effort to say, okay, we tried this project out. Do we really need the party to grow? Not really. Let's yes. get back to where we at, and let's make sure that we protect our constituents. Absolutely. And we can't uh, do that by bringing in new people. We can't burn our fingers. We tried it with Nindiwe. We tried it with Mosi. So, so let us take it back. And just consolidate with uh, what we have and what we will always have. I think that they have accepted that uh, in terms of protecting their constituency, uh, they've reached the ceiling, their constituents, actually, they reached the ceiling and went down in the previous elections. But, but because their, their constituents are so, are so not thick-skinned. I mean, how do you get offended by my man speaking about white privilege? Because how does that make you not vote for a party whose policies and and ideology you believe in? But you see, that's the, the it thing. Touches by, someone on the studio. To, yeah, really. my reading of the situation, Zim, is that uh, how they think that traditional constituents of the TA. When you start uh, speaking issues of diversity, what people don't realize in uh, people who with that kind of thinking is that diversity doesn't mean that you are taking away from Zawan. We are just saying let's level the playing mm-hmm. field but how they read the situation is that when you speak diversity you are saying black people must take over and therefore mm-hmm. we will not allow you to just take over what no we have there's no difference between them and freedom front plus absolutely none that is why yeah. voters who left the TA in the previous <laughs> elections went to freedom front plus <laughs> and freedom front plus <laughs> is very clear <laughs> that we are all about Afro forum type of politics <laughs> we are not compromising <laughs> and that's where the TA missed the point because, I mean, you know that, that, that conversation, it really struck me, that thing of, of oh, uh, Patrice Mutsepe's son and uh, Ramaphosa's son can't be, um, you know, are they, uh, there's no white privilege there because they have privilege because they're rich. And I'm like, those type of discussions are something that are formulated in a, almost like a think tank kind of like, forum where we say, okay, we agree that our counter to the conversation about white privilege is Patrice Mutsepe's son. And those type of things for me show a very clear indication that it's not even about it's not even about um, you know, getting rid of Musi and getting rid of whoever. But it was it was we are no longer going to try to be a party for all South Africans. Yes. Yeah. Of course. I mean no, that's 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 the way it is. They are enjoying their privilege. They don't want to be disturbed. In fact they don't want to recognize. I mean people who remember when Moose made the issue about white privilege, uh, there was a big furor, which is reality in South Africa by the way. But if people can be uncomfortable with such clear, clear, clear uh, facts, you know, then you must really be worried about such people. And I don't think <laughs> 
as much as I put it, uh, really, such a, a, a party cannot be one that is uh, to take South Africa forward. But I think they will be best suited protecting their constituency. They will do it so well, uh, as far as yeah, I'm concerned. No, and at least now they will have one identity. We will know what they are about. Yeah. I mean, they are uh, not going to be stressing and, and worrying about child support grants and things that don't don't, mm. don't concern. Them. Yeah, I mean, maybe we'll join uh, as well. Now would have bicycle lanes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I have one question. Yeah. Last year, this time, did we ever think we were going to do a whole podcast on the factionalism? No, not never. in Kongi. No, <laughs> never. You know, not so it is what it is, man. The DA has chosen its path, and there's nothing any one of us can do about it. Yeah, and and you know, um, the good thing for them is that uh, this is happening in a build-up to, and yeah, of course, it's a reaction to how they've done uh, in the national government elections. So the true test of this uh, transformation that uh, is, 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 is happening within the party uh, is going to be uh, the local government elections. And in the local government elections, there it gives you a true test yeah. uh, because people get to vote for people they, they can know. see, the people that they know. So communities in all these municipalities are going to then have to decide that in a community whereby uh, this ward, 95% it's black South Africans and then there's a 5%, uh, I'm just making a, an example, it's not, it's not scientific, 5% is white, but because the DA says we don't see race, we think that this is the best capable person on the ground when they are voting. Um, will the voters uh, agree uh, uh, with them or will disagree? And it's, it's nice that you can go ward by ward. And do a proper analysis. So the local government elections is going to be a true test uh, of what uh, they are discussing in boardrooms. And I will, um, I, I, I will really like to go, go and uh, cover the door-to-door campaigning of John Stanley. My well. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very much interested. Just um, uh, I, I, I mean, the, the guy at Parliament is brilliant uh, yeah. as a chief whip. Yeah. He, he knows that. Job. I can he agree with He did it very well. Yeah, no, with this uh, metric, and, and, very and, and, good. I'm not going there. And, and, and no, and, we are. And, 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 you know, <laughs> no, his highest qualification is metric. It's uh, a fact. No, 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 wait. Uh, I'm still making my point. No, but you can't dismiss yeah, the fact. No, Chief, I co-authored the story. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so um, uh, I, I usually say to some of the people who, when we are discussing, of course, as journalists or with other people, if you say the guy is not uh, the best, uh, tell me who was the uh, chief whip before him. Mm. And people start scratching their heads because they can't remember. The guy has done so well. Um, the only other chief whip who rivaled him was Gottrich, uh, interestingly, when he came to, to parliament. Yeah. Uh, the guy yes, was clear. Yes, and, and yeah, and yeah. Uh, I think they, uh, he at some point overshadowed uh, Stein Hazen because of his knowledge of uh, parliamentary rules and stuff and it forced him to go back uh, to to really uh, study uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, the rules uh, and so so as a chief whip and in, in that in that platform he he did excellent um but as to whether that will translate to him doing uh, and bringing uh, support as a leader it, it remains to be seen i think i think he's definitely going to bring back the voters that went to the freedom front plus um, I I don't know a single black person who listens to a white person 
that says I don't see color, we know that is rubbish. And the first thing you see yeah, when you look I at do, me I, is I, color. I, I, so I when I, you say I, that, immediately I'm not listening to you I, forever. I, 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 do, I do not understand people who do not see color uh, with the history they of South Africa. I don't say okay if you are green, you are big green. It's no, I'm salad. black, you are white. <laughs> <laughs> there is no green. Okay, Lofi, I think we done now. I, 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 <laughs> I, 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 I get that. And uh, Look, the... For all South Africans, the, alt, uh, the the end goal should be that people, um, their circumstances are not determined uh, because of the race, um, whether they uh, do well or whether you know it it shouldn't be about race. But you can't say you are undoing uh, the damage that was done by apartheid, which was uh, primarily. Um, race-based. Race-based. So when you are undoing that, you can't act and assume that you are on the on, 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 on level on, yeah. on the same level so I, I i don't get those arguments so that's why i'm saying um if, if the da goes that route uh, let it uh, and then uh, it must go and test it in the next local government elections it's, it going, it's going to be very interesting yeah well uh all oh, the point that i just wanted to make is the the people that i think the da is going to lose with this new path that it has taken the, the biggest beneficiary for me is going to be the anc uh, and then with this whole speculation about Musi Maimani forming his party, Sham, I really want to <laughs> advise him against it. It's not going to work. It's really not going to work. Uh, if he wants to continue political, I think he must try to find something that fits within his views in what currently exists. I mean, this whole thing of forming new political parties in South Africa has pro proved to be a complete disaster because in terms of policies, I mean, what makes these things fade is that you can't be that much different to what already is being offered. Who can come up with a new thing with all these political parties that we have in terms of policy and, uh, you know, ideology? Really, you can't. You can't be that distinct which gives makes it difficult for people to choose you over what currently exists, ANC, TA, EFF and stuff like that. Therefore, such a strategy of him starting his own new party, I don't think it would work at all. Well, unfortunately, that's all we have time for this week. Thank you so much for joining us and thanks guys for joining me in studio. Uh, we'll catch you again at the same time next week. Take care, have a good week until then. Mm -hmm.